dog in your life is thinking? Well, join me, Liz Murdoch, animal communicator, talking with the dogs and finding out what dogs want people in their lives to know and understand. I've spent my life talking and listening to animals. So if you consider yourself a dog person or just happen to have a dog, I'm here to help you learn how to talk or listen to the dogs in your life. I chat with people too, sharing stories and tips on exactly how animal communication or being a dog whisperer makes an impact at home or when working with the dogs. So welcome to Talking with the Dogs podcast, a place where we uncover exactly what dogs want us to know and celebrate that every dog has a story. Hi, this is Liz, and today we have a special guest, my daughter. Her name is Grace. She's 18 years old, and she actually asked if she could be a part of the podcast. So I think, well, Grace, what did you want to find out? Well, I really want to know what um, our dogs say about me. Um, So yeah, we have three dogs. There's Teddy, Honey, and Wolfgang. Um, And I've never really had a full session, so I wanted to I wanted my own mini session. You wanted your own mini session. So sure enough, we are doing that. But I want to tell you a little bit about Grace first. And then I will go into some of the questions that I thought might be interesting for listeners to hear from someone who has grown up her whole life around me talking to dogs and what that's like and what she's learned. But Grace is 18. She's a freshman in college. So she she's at NYU in New York. She's far from California. And there are times where she definitely misses our three dogs. So uh, we will get started. And I appreciate your time, Grace. You're on yeah. your, your vacation. So I am. let's get started. So... First of all, what would you say it was like growing up with dogs in the house your entire life? Well, I I mean, I was born and there were already dogs in the house. There was Ted, or there, there was Teddy wasn't alive yet. There was Sam and Sam was how old was Sam when, we, when I was born? I was what? He was well, you were a baby. You were a newborn. I was a newborn and he was like 2. He was probably 3 or 3 or 4. Okay, so my first really like real memory was driving him to chemo. Okay, you like, were two. UC, yeah, I was two, and we we had to drive him to UC Davis. Yeah, he was to the six. vet because mm-hmm. he was he had cancer. He did. He had a lump, and we decided to treat it because he was six at the time. So you were two, and he was six. Yeah. So I remember driving up to UC Davis. Like I remember doing it a lot, mm-hmm. and like being really. I don't know. Was I irritated about going up? Uh, you would get jealous. I would get really jealous. And, and he was, was getting the attention. <laughs> I remember waiting in the waiting room with him. And I, I, he was like a sibling. He, would he, you say you were jealous? Like your friends get jealous of brothers and sisters? <laughs> well, you always bring up the story about how when I, well, he, I was saying, oh, well, Sam's bothering me. And you said, well, Grace, he's just sitting there. He was coming back from, yes, a chemo session. Uh-huh. And he was feeling sort of like he just wanted to lay there and rest. And we had an SUV and he was on the seat beside me. The back was down and you were in your car seat. You were two and a half and you said, Sammy's bothering me. And I, I looked behind me. I could see him and I go, well, he's not doing anything. And you said, well, he's bothering me. 
And so, yeah, I thought you might've been jealous. I thought it was sort of funny, but I, at the same time I was like, what? Cause he was not feeling well. He, he was had just had chemo in a treatment for an hour and a half at the vet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why that was my response, but, but I remember him just like being around and like, I remember feeding him bones and like, he taught me how to feed bones without like feed him, um, like food and bones out of like the palm of my hand Mm -hmm. as opposed to like clutching it and like how to, how to do it very gently. I remember swimming in the backyard with him. We had a pool at our house. And he's a big dog. Yeah. He, do you remember? Yeah. Obviously. He was huge. Yeah. It's his heaviest. He weighed 135 pounds and you were a two-year-old. Were you ever afraid of him? No. 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 Yeah. Sam had well, been a was, therapy dog. Yeah. So he was highly trained to work. He, we worked in hospitals before you were born. Um, and he was very gentle. But yes. So if you, would you recommend that if someone was having a baby, they should be afraid of their dog getting along with the baby? Well, I, I definitely think it's like a case by case situation. Okay. Um, but I, I think if the dog is trained well and the parents are into taking, like facilitating a relationship between a dog and a baby, mm-hmm. then I think it's doable. Okay. Um, I mean, you were always very good with him and he was a very special dog. He was. Um, <laughs> he's like family. Dogs are family. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think, I think it's a personal choice each family has to make. All right. So you have grown up hearing me talk to lots of dogs. Our dogs, you were, I guess, around, Sam was eight. So you were about six when I started. I wasn't doing the therapy work anymore. I was working with rescues and observing dogs and interviewing them and all that. And so you've grown up pretty much since then through now with me talking with dogs in different ways. What was that like for you? It was very normal. It was just like, Oh, you have to go do your work. It wasn't anything like, I I never thought of it as weird. I mean, mean, you taught me how to do like energy Reiki work, like see colors when I was like in first grade. So I never thought anything of like energy and being able to know what an animal is thinking and, and being in tune with, being in tune with like intuition and, and, and just being aware to other energies and, and communication senses that are beyond what humans directly, I think often like consider communication. When they talk to each other verbally. Yeah. Verbally. Yeah. I think I, I, so I think I was always just like, yes, that's, that's what she's doing. I never, I never thought anything of it. Okay. And you have seen me do it with clients. I mean, we, we just did a session. I, you saw me do sessions in Mexico. You see me do them in all different kinds of environments. What is the uh, common thing that you notice about these sessions? People are always surprised um, by the accuracy of what it is that you get. Yeah. Because they, cause, cause people are always like, what, how do you know that? Or somebody's surprised or, or like, yeah, wait, that's so true. And there's often like a double take, not at you, but just in the mere fact that like another person can pick up on something about a dog, about a dog, because it's cool. Okay. So what are some, do you have any favorite memories of things that I found out from dogs? Oh yeah. I remember you told me like this, or you, you did a session and I was there. It was like, I think it was at Allison Olivia. You did a special event yeah, uh-huh. at your, one of your events. You told somebody that the dog liked convertible rides. Oh, uh-huh. And 
That was really funny. And then you told another person that they liked fish. Mm-hmm. You get very specific things that are just that are just funny. And are they from what you're saying? They're usually pretty accurate. People say, "Oh my gosh, that's true." Well, yeah. There was like one time you said how there, you told this woman that her dog had just passed away, and she was like, "Is there anything that I can take to?" them. Mm-hmm. And you said, Oh, well, to the grave to, site. Yeah, to the grave site. And you said like yellow flowers mm-hmm. and she burst into tears because that's what she had taken to her dog. Every time that she'd gone to visit him was yellow flowers. So I, I, that I think stood out for me because it was very oddly specific to the, the owner and to the dog. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. Okay, so how would you say, if anything, that my work talking to dogs has influenced your life and your choices? Oh, dear. The dog just purred. Wolfgang was just like, ooh. I I think it's just allowed me to have a deeper sense of compassion to living animals and people because I know that there are things that are in the mind of a person that aren't always expressed, but by tuning in and, and and really listening, you can pick up on more than meets the eye or, or what the person says to people, to, pe- to people and animals in general, Okay, just that there's more to be communicated by okay. living beings yeah. than just what is said or what is expressed. Okay. I think, I think that's what I've learned. Yeah. And just like, I mean, listening and connecting takes an, a conscious effort from the person who's listening. So I think there's also a, a different awareness I have on what it means to be a good listener. Good. So do you talk to animals? Would you say you talk to animals or that you can hear them communicating anything to you? Yes, I do. Not to the same extent that you do in terms of like looking at a photograph or just like looking at a dog and being like, oh, well, they need a root canal or they need to go get their tooth fixed. Their tooth hurts. Like you told somebody else that. Yeah, I've had two abscessed teeth. (laughs) Like... I mean, I don't have that same ability and I don't, yeah, I, I don't have that, but I do definitely know what dogs like feel or that if something's wrong or I can just like, when I'm with them, they listen to me. Mm-hmm. They like, and there's like a certain awareness and like connectedness that I find that isn't just with my dogs, but dogs in general, when I'm like, even when I'm like walking in New York and I see a dog, like somebody else is walking the dog, the dog will often be like, like, you know, they, I mean, they do that to you also. And they're like, come, come say hello to you. Like to, to a point where the owner's like, okay, come on, come on. And they're like, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. They get to the owners get all flustered. Like they don't understand why their dog is. Making. Yeah. So, I mean, that happens to me too. Yes. I, I don't ha- I don't know if I have the same, as I said, the same communication skills, but I think I have a different really uh, relationship with communicating with dogs in terms of saying like, Oh, come come on, come on. And they listen to me. I think I have that communication skill, which is different than most people who haven't grown up with animal communication in the home. Okay. So what are your friends? What would you say your friends think of the fact that you have a mom who can understand what dogs are thinking? Well, some of my friends I've told and they've been like, Oh wait, that's really cool. And then they'll end. They'll be like, yeah, that's cool. Others might not believe it. And then they'll come over and they'll meet our dogs. And they'll be like, wait, wait, your dogs are like really in sync with your mom. Like they, they just like do what she like says or she'll, they'll, they'll just come. They're very in sync. My, remember what did Katie said? She was like, 
What? She said, is your mom a dog whisperer? Yeah. When she I, I don't th- in, she I don't think she didn't know. I hadn't told her. And then she was every time after that, she was like, your mom's magical. And then other, like another friend knew you were like Viv. She had known you were an animal communicator. And, and she was like, oh yeah, cool. And then I was like, oh, she could do your cat. Cause like there was like her, her mom was moving or something. There was like a situation. And so you read her cat and she was like in tears. That's right. Cause she, <laughs> cause she was so moved by what it is that you said. And it hit home. Like it hit yeah. home is not too personal. Like hit home. Yes, it did hit home, but well, it was it like, was the, it was very, very accurate. The cat shared and it happens a lot. Animals will share information that they want people to know that there's definitely no way I would know. Yeah. And so I think my, some of my friends have been surprised. I mean, another friend of mine, I don't know if any of the people listening to this know what memes are, but sent me a meme that was basically like, it was a meme about animal communication saying, oh my gosh, this is your mom. It was a friend from college. And she was, I told her that uh-huh. you were an animal communicator and she like took that to heart. She thought it was really funny and she believes it. She like believed, but then she sent me a meme about it and we shared a laugh because it's, it's special. It's cool that you can do that. Yeah. That's a little different. So what would you want <laughs> funny. people to know who are interested, who think, oh, I sort of want to find out what my dog is thinking or cat. Cause you know, I, well, I want to know what, okay. So we, well, no, I would say have a session. Like, okay. I'm like, I don't know what else there is to say other than like, you're not going to lose out on anything. Okay. You're honestly going to learn more about your dog. And people have asked, they're like, well, don't you tell that to every dog or every person? And it, no, no, just no. She's, I don't think you've ever said like the exact same thing to every person. I've, I've been in a lot, I've seen a lot of your sessions and I've heard quite a few people say, well, did you tell this to everybody? And the answer is no, absolutely not. I mean, I've only told one person about the convertible ride. I mean, there are. One dog wanted like an Instagram account or that there were two dogs in the household and like one had an Instagram account and the other was jealous because it wanted more photos of it taken. Like, I think things like that, like. There's no way you would know. And there's no way that like you can't learn something like that about your own dog. All right. Well, thank you. Okay. So now what you've been dying for is you want to know what the dogs, because my favorite thing that I end sessions with is always, what does the, what does your dog want you to know? So when I was thanking you for wanting to do this, I thought, okay, well, we'll see what happens. You said you wanted to know what the dogs thought. And so I'm going to ask Wolfgang, Honey and Teddy, what they want you to know. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> You've never done this for me. Okay, well, <laughs> we're doing it now. So let's find yeah. out. So so do you have a preference or do you want me to ask no, them, uh, who, go goes for, who goes ask them, ask them. Okay, so we're, Wolfgang is sitting here next to me and he keeps mumbling. So He's like under the table going... <laughs> okay. So, and, He's gotten up. Oh, this is cute. Okay. So you're going to have to be quiet while I tune into him so I can hear him and I get pictures. Oh, he just put his nose on my side. He he just get up. Okay. He's wagging his tail against the wall. All right. That's your chance, big guy. What do you want Grace to know? He likes it when you feed him because you give him more food than I do. (laughs) You give him a lot more food. You just sort of pot, you dump it in because you don't measure it. I don't measure it. (laughs) You give, you just sort of dump a big amount in and you give it to him. 
and he likes it because you're very, he says you're very generous. Okay, now Teddy's getting up too. Half the time I get annoyed when I have to feed the dogs. I know you do. Okay, so he, Wolfgang, because I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm having difficulty tuning in here because they're all up wagging. They're very excited about this too. So Wolfgang says he likes, oh, maybe because they know we're talking about, <laughs> they know exactly what we're talking about and they are behaving like we're about to feed them. Oh, <laughs> this is really weird. This is, okay, they are wagging their tails and pushing. It's like definitely feeding time. Okay, so you guys you know what we're talking about. And he's, they say they want it now. Okay, so Wolfgang, you guys are going to have to wait a minute. You, really, we have to do this, so be quiet. Okay, so uh, Honey says she hates feeding. Okay, so... Look, you guys, this is not helpful. Thank you. Okay. Wow, that was something. Okay. okay, so we had to take a little break there and feed Wolfgang and the dogs. They're quiet now. So Wolfgang wants is, says you're very generous with food. That's true. That's what he really wants you to know. That's what he really wants you to know? Yes. And, uh, <laughs> he wishes you weren't so... It'd take forever to get ready for a W-A-L-K. Okay. Because he gets all excited and it's hard for him to wait. His heart starts like beating faster and he wants to like burst out like he's a really funny dog. He's a funny dog. He's nine now, right? Is that what we decided? Yeah. Yes. So he 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 likes the walks. He says you're too slow to get going. And he says he can he can go further. He oh okay, so we usually do and I, I some people do different walks every day. We get into the routine of doing the same walk, don't we? Yeah. So he says he would like to mix it up and he would like to go further. I want to go hiking with him. Okay. So there you go. He, he says, that's a great idea. Okay. So I'm going to go. The other two, they want in on this. That's all you're going to tell me about him? I will come back to him okay. because the others are, they, they, honey wants to, she's saying she hates waiting which we know <laughs> she, she hates waiting. She loves her cuddle time. She agrees with you. You've never told me this, that I'm a nuisance in the morning when I say get up because she likes cuddling with you and she doesn't want to have to get out of bed either. Ha! She likes, bur she's like <laughs> being burrowed. Yes. So she sort of says that you're in solidarity together and uh, that's her favorite time with you for sure is in there. Although she likes your room a lot and she wishes you didn't shut the door because she likes the smelts <laughs> in there. And I will, I will keep going doing three is a little different all at once. Uh, Teddy wants you to, Oh, ew, he's so funny. He's so sweet. I'm I'm Teddy's going deeper down and he's like, he wants you to know that he's aligned with you spiritually. Oh, that you, when you go very quiet, like you like to meditate, mm -hmm. that you will be able to hear him more. He, you've talked to him before during a meditation session, he says, but you can do it a lot. It's like a door opening, like instead of opening at a crack, you can open the full door and he'll talk to you a lot, lot, lot in quiet time. That's really weird because whenever like I get in tune, whenever I get in tune, it's like, somebody taught me to, that there is like a door in oh. my abdomen. That's so weird. Like when I get in tune and I open up, it's like, there is like a little door that I open when you're meditating. Yeah. <laughs> and have you ever has felt Teddy coming? 
he wants to come through and talk to you when you get into that place, when you open the door. Well, I see him as a lion. So sometimes there's like a lion. I don't know. Cause he's, a, he's a, a beautiful yellow lab. So he, he wants to align with you in those kinds of moments Okay. and that he's only been allowed when the like partially, or he's looked in, but when you make room for him and invite him in, he will talk to you more when you get into that deep meditation. Wait, that's so cool. Okay. Okay. So we'll go back. You wanted to know more about Wolfgang said, Wolfgang, what do you want Grace to know? Okay. He says that he likes it when it's just the two of you and that he's, oh, he's like you. When you used to be jealous of Sam, he gets jealous of the other dogs and he likes the times when it's just, okay. So sometimes I walk Teddy yeah. and honey and I, cause I don't like to walk all three dogs. Yeah. I'm five, two and they pull me. So I will take them and come back and switch the big dogs. So when, when you're home in California and you're home with Wolfgang, he loves that time. Oh, cause I always walk him. Yeah. No, no. Oh. When I, when I, the times when you don't walk him, when you're alone with him at home, when I have taken Teddy out. Oh yeah. I know, know what, what he's talking, talking about. about. Yes. He says he also likes that time too. He likes his walk with you. He likes the pack when it's all of us, but he's saying he also likes his alone time with you, which I had never thought about. Well, yeah. Cause most of the, most of the time when I'm like trying to like have alone time with him, Teddy comes in and takes his spot. Yes. So that's why when I'm off with Teddy or if I'm back in my office with Teddy or something, Wolfgang likes being alone with you. Oh, okay. Okay. So just as, so Teddy goes deeper, like in a meditative way with you, you're so connected spiritually, or he calms you in a way that gets you thinking like going off to the left. Whereas Wolfgang is very present and here (laughs) and he likes the fun that you have. I, it often ends up like we'll be, we'll be spending time together and then he'll start talking. Yes. We have some videos we can post of him talking. Oh yeah, right? that's true. Yes, he gets very chatty. Wolfgang, do you want to say anything else? I'm looking at him. He's plopped down. What do you want to say? Can you say anything else? He likes that we're home, that we were just um, gone and he stayed with the dog sitter and he likes that we're home. Okay, so honey, let's see. does she have anything else to say? No, she says it covers it with the bed. And that, um, the alone time that she said, that's all. That's all? Okay, honey, she wants a little more. That's all she has to say. Well, she said, me? we can talk about the food. She said that, she said, I let the dogs lick more than she does, lick plates or something. Me? I do. Oh, yeah. She would like you to do more of that. Oh, yeah. I uh, usually just wash it. Yeah. So she, she says you could, you well, could help I never me out. know what's like she can lick, what it is that she can lick. Right. Cause some foods are spicy. Yes. That's very nice. Yes, that's really good. Because I don't, I don't, sometimes I'll eat something. I'm like, can they like this? And you'll be like, no. And sometimes you're like, yeah, yeah, of course. I don't always know unless I ask you. And like, if I'm home alone or something like, I don't, I'm not going to call you and be like, hey, like my only question is, can the dogs (laughs) like this? Like the plates that have hot sauce or something. Yeah. Well, that's good. Okay. Well, she says she would like, she would like that. So I'm going to see, sometimes people say, or I'm like the the people who say, well, do you tell that to everyone? Some, the plates come Let me see. And I'm sure you're curious if there's something that they can tell me that is very specific that I might not even know. So honey, is there something that you can tell? Great. Oh, so 
She says that in your bedroom, there are some things that you've been looking for and they're there on the floor under things and you can't find them, but they're there. I don't know what that is. I don't know either, but she says she wants to look around. She goes, she has another perspective on things because she's short. Okay. Honey is a chihuahua that weighs about nine pounds, right? Yeah, she's really small. So she says that she sees the house differently. And she says, you're missing either some things that you haven't mentioned to me that you can't find. I don't, you don't know, know what, what they are. Maybe they're, mm, you did mention earrings. I don't know. You have those. So anyway, so she says there's some, there's things in your floor that are interesting that you will find that you go, Oh, I found this. Oh, really? she can see. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's what honey says. Teddy, does he, do you have anything else that you want Grace to know? He feels strongly that he wants you to invite him into that open room. Oh, when you open your meditation door, mm-hmm. okay, when you're in that, yeah. you open, the, the, the wider you open it, the more light comes in. Why is he so spiritual? Oh, that's interesting. He just is. That's his, med- he says, the more, yeah. the more light will come in. Huh. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. And then Wolfgang. Wolfgang's all about let's go out more. He wants to go on more adventures with you. I've offered to take him hiking. Oh, well, we can make that happen. So do you have any questions? I just want to know more, honestly. You want to know more about what What they have to say about me. About you? Yeah. Okay. So they... Like, do they miss me when I'm gone for like in college? Do they miss you? Honey says she misses cuddling with you in the bed. She misses the bed. And she said that the thing is, is that Teddy is like, he can still connect with you when you're far away. Oh, that's interesting. So they're like, he doesn't really miss. It's not that they miss you because they're still with you when you're far away. Because just like I can talk to dogs when I have clients and they send me a picture and I can talk to them far away. He feels like he's still connected with you he, in a different way that he likes. Maybe that's why he likes to meditate. Was that someone in New York who told you about opening the door? No, it was someone here. Oh, opening the door. He just barked to open the door. <laughs> well, he feels close to you in a different way. He is fine that you are in New York and he says you're doing your thing. He's proud of you. You're singing your work. He's, he's proud of you that you're there. So he's okay that you're, you're in New York. He wants to keep talking to you from a distance. Okay. So that's what else he wants you to know. Does Wolfgang miss you? Yes. He misses that the house isn't as exciting with you gone because he likes the fun and activity. I like the fun and activity. And so when he says, we're down one when when you're gone. That's like the language he would use too. Yeah. We're down one. And he says, it's not just one, it's like one, but then you bring people into the house too. And and the people who you bring in are different than one Then he says, then your mom brings in. So he misses that opportunity, that part of life of you and your friends and your interests, because it's more fun. He says it's more fun. So he says it's like he would like to have more fun. He he really likes that part because when you come, like people come and go. There's more other people that are coming and going. Yeah. So he likes that because it gives him it gives him something to do. He likes that part of his job. 
So he misses that about you, but he's also glad you're, he's philosophical. Like, well, you had to go. That was where you were going for college. He's okay with that, but he misses the life, your liveliness and, and the life that you bring into the house and to him. Or he says you make possible actually for everybody. Really? Yeah. He know because it's like, like you had a vocal coach come over today. Oh, to practice yeah. her singing. And he says, it's like a party. She, you know, <sighs> she comes and she brings music and then she talks to me. And it's like, he likes the variety of people. He loves the variety of people because we have, we know a lot of different kinds of people and he loves that. And, and he says, you contribute to that and you help bring in those people too. Oh, so he misses that. He says, he'd actually be curious to see what it's like. Cause he likes to go see. Oh, New like, York. Yeah. He'd be up for that. Oh, he would. <laughs> He would, because there's a lot to see and he likes adventures. So we'll ask and see if their honey wants to know anything. Honey wants you to, if there's anything else, honey wants you to know. She says she's sorry she barks so much. She knows you bother. <laughs> Does that true that you bother? Yeah. I'm like, honey, be quiet. Like, She says she knows it irritates you. In some ways, she can't help it. It's part of her. It's part of who she is, and that she feels very proud that she's contributing. That there's movement outside, mm. and so she just she goes, "I'm just being me, who I am. I'm sorry that you don't like it, but thank you for embracing the other parts of me and letting me cuddle with you because that's what she really likes is that nesting on your bed, especially in the mornings. She looks forward to it." Every day. She just tap dance outside of my door when she knows I've like woken up. She can hear you. Yeah, she can hear me. Like I said, hi, at like 7.30 this morning. And then I heard the, like the paws outside my door. Start. Yeah, they start up. Waiting for you. Yeah, waiting for me so she can get in bed with me. Or, I mean, or like she does it at night also. Like we cuddle. Mm-hmm. She likes that a lot. So is that enough? Yeah, that was better. That was better. <laughs> yeah. So I do that sometimes where I finish and then I can go a little deeper. Yeah. And and I keep trying. I like to try and find the, the things that I wouldn't know. I didn't know that, that it really bothered you, the barking, but she said she knows it does. And she's doing her best. <laughs> well, thank you. Do you have any last thoughts that you want to share with listeners who are learning about animal communication or what you've seen? Not really. Okay. Not really. I think anybody can do it if can they learn animal can learn it. I uh -huh. think, I think, I think that's what I, it's not some like weird thing. It's just an extension of active listening. So yes. And that's you, what I would have to say. So you and I were talking about that the other day that with my languages, cause I can speak French and yeah. Italian and just, um, Spanish, Spanish and yeah. besides English. And for me, animal talking to animals and understanding them is like just switching away to talk in French. It's like, okay, I'm going to talk animal now. Yeah. So I think, I think anybody can do it. I think it's just an extension of listening. Okay. And I mean, you've trained in it and you have a gift for it, but I think to people who are like, well, how, what is it? Why? I don't know if I should believe. I think it's, I think it's a special quality in listening. Okay, good. I'm glad you know that. Well, thank you. And I will keep talking with the dogs. And whenever you want to know if they have a message for you. i <laughs> call you on the phone. Yes, it's okay to ask. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, of course, Mom. 
Thanks for tuning in to Talking with the Dogs. Hope today's episode made you want to understand your own dog better and appreciate that every dog has a story and something to say. Subscribe now for more dog stories and insights into animal communication and what it's like to be a dog whisperer. Review this episode on Apple Podcasts or follow Talking with the Dogs on Instagram or Facebook and sign up for a chance for you and your dog to be a guest on the show. Whatever you do, I hope you'll spend time talking with the dogs.